children the son. And what happened to him? Basically, uh, the conquest of the blacks by religion. Trying to give an explanation on how we lost our greatness, what happened to us. I know it sounds a little strange, but I say God happened to us. When we accepted God and religion, that's what conquered us. So I want to start it off, I start with, uh, uh, I call this the Holy Bible. Why I call it the Holy Bible? Because the word Bible simply means little book. Coming from the Greek word papyrus, right? Coming, you take it down to Africa, Heliopolis, the city of the sun, or the sun record. So we're really holding the sun records, the little book, the Holy Bible, because it's sacred and scarred. Understand that just because the Muslims come in with the Quran and say these are the last seal of prophets, this is the last book, nobody else can prophesize, right? That's ridiculous. African people have the right to holy, divine scriptures since time immemorial. And that's like one of the things I want to prove. So this book right here, by Chancellor William, a holy prophet, he sat down in the desert in the sand amongst the people, and he was inspired by God. And we're going to deal with that word of God. In true essence, he was inspired by nature. So this book, Destruction of the Black Civilization, Great Issues and Race from 4004 B.C. to 2000, and the chapter entitled, The Conquest of the Blacks by Religion. I'm going to start this off and I'm going to make sure I make this point real clear. Because this is the whole basis and understanding on how they converted us. So the thing is, if they use something to convert us, why are we still using it? Why are we continuing the conversion process? As soon as you make a little headway out of it, you just continue to reconvert yourself again by following their religions. So let's see exactly what Chancellor Williams was saying, right? Uh, other invaders found penetration easy under the banner of religion. So under the banner of religion, it was easy for them to come in because African people have always been a spiritual people. So that wasn't hard. We figured nobody would come in lying and cheap and stealing, which they did. Full advantage was taken of the fact that Africans are a very religious people. First came the crescent flag of the prophet. The Islamic advance was three-pronged. Mission claiming one brotherhood, widespread intermarriages and concubinage with African women due to the Muslim system of polygamy, and forceful conversion at the sword point. So understand that he was forcibly converted to Islam. The cross of Jesus Christ followed the Muslim. So it was Islam first, then came the Christianity. Right? The cloak of Christianity was a most convenient hiding place for those who had other designs. Hence the drive to convert. Conversion here meant far more than conversion to Christianity, as in the case of Islam. It meant change into the white man's image, his ideas, and his value system. That's what I'm really saying. When you become a Christian, you're being converted to the white man's value system, his ideas, and his thought process. Conversion here meant far more than conversion to Christianity, as in the case of Islam. It meant change into the white man's image, his ideas, his value system. The real object of worship turned out to be neither Jesus Christ nor his Father God, but Western man and Western civilization. Church, Christian brotherhood, well, uh, yes, in principle, or to be practical, you blacks can have all the Christian brotherhood you desire amongst yourself, right? Apartheid was an African-wide under colonialism 
not a peculiarity of the South African system as so many are led to think. But what happened in the process of converting the blacks to Islam and Christianity was the supreme triumph of the white world over the blacks. Millions of Africans became non-Africans. Africans who were neither Muslims nor Christian were classified as pagans and therefore required to disinvolve their whole culture to regard practically, to disregard practically all African institutions as backward and savage. Let me read this again. Millions of Africans became non-Africans. How did he become a non-African? Right now in North America, you can ask the person, are you black, are you African? They say, no, 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 I'm not African. That's because they've been converted. See the process thousand years ago? See how that process still emanates today in our society? See how when you accept these religions that are foreign to you, how you automatically think that you're not African? Watch this point. It's a very important point. Millions of Africans became non-Africans. Africans who were neither Muslim nor Christian were classified as pagan. Everybody knows when you step up and learn some information, people begin to call you a pagan or begin to call you an atheist but begin to put titles on you, explaining that you're crazy or you've lost your mind. Pagans, and therefore required to disavow their whole culture and to regard practically all African institutions as backwards and savage. So when you accept that Islam and Christianity, you abandon all your cultural institutions. For a culture to survive and maintain its own natural resources, he must be in charge of his cultural institutions. So the way religion, Islam, Christianity, Judaism destroyed you was it made you give up your culture. You lost your language, you lost your way of life, and you disavowed all your institutions. Institutions. The first institution, right, the most highest institution was the black family. So understand that as an institution, that is the oldest institution on the planet, is the black family. So you disinvolve your black family. You separate yourself from your grandmother and your grandma and your great great grandparents. You said they were pagans. I have nothing to do with them, nothing to do with what they do, what they say. They worship doves, they worship cats, they worship many gods, they worship forces of nature. They were wrong. So that means you had to throw away your whole culture, your whole way of life, all your institutions. Remember, your institutions was dealing with school, science, mathematics, reading, writing. Remember, you gave birth to all these principles. So when you disavowed that way of life for Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, you disavowed your whole way of life. You disavowed all things that are intelligent in life for a religion. Because nowhere in the Bible do I see them breaking down mathematical papyrus. Nowhere in the Bible do I see them building great statues, great buildings, great pyramids. Nowhere in the Bible do you see all these things. Matter of fact, you don't even find a bowl amongst the Hebrew people. If you go to archaeological records, you won't find none of these things. You will find nothing that you can use to help build a great civilization. So let's see. Hmm. The blacks in their own right became non-persons. Look at that. Except in religion, you become a non-person. Members of a race of, not, of nobodies who's hopeless that self-realization as personalities, even in the subordinate statute status, could only be achieved by becoming a Muslim and a Christian. Let me read that again. That's real important. The blacks in their own right become non-person. 
members of a race of nobodies, so hopeless that self-realization as personalities, even in a subordinate status, could only be achieved by becoming a Muslim or a Christian. Indeed, in order to destroy completely not only their African heritage, but also their very African identity psychologically, they were forced to change their names to Arabic and Christian names. That's the Robert, that's the George, that's the Tom, that's the Bills, that's the Muhammad's, that's the Akbar's, that's all that. You were supposed to change all that. Hence, if these blacks, uh, he says, uh, Emily's, John's, Muhammad's, Shamu's, Abdullah's, happen to achieve greatness in some field, the assumption would be that it was Caucasian achievement, unless a special effort was made to identify the race of the person in question. Blacks at home in Africa and blacks scattered over the world bore the names of their enslavers and oppressors. The ultimate in self-enfacement that promoted self-hatred, which made pride and the race difficult. That these psychological shackles still handicap not only the rebirth of modern African states, but also blacks everywhere should be obvious to all. That's a real powerful statement right there in this book, Structure of Black Civilization. So when you start to have your children, you continue to name them Muslim names and Christian names, right? That will hamper the rebirth of a black of a great black nation. Why? Because once you accept these religions, you give away all your great institutions. And that first institution being the black family, which is the oldest institution. You turn away, you, you turn yourself away.